celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Joining us today, the voice of Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright. Also, coming up here in just a couple of minutes on Animal Radio, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, no stranger to Animal Radio. Hey, Vlade, what are you going to be talking about? I'm going to talk about a lot of things. I'm going to teach my listeners today about how to speak to to their dogs in the dog language, which is doglish. Where did you learn all your techniques? I learned my techniques from all over the world, and back in Russia, I trained the dogs for Russian Special Forces, for Red Army, and even KGB. After such experience, for me, whatever you're asking me to help your listeners, it's as easy as to put the shot in the dog's butt. 1-866-405-8405 if you want to talk to Vlade. He's coming up. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Joanna. Hi, Joanna. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I was hoping you guys could help me out with a problem I'm having. No problem. Where are you calling from? North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Yes. Are, you, are you listening on the internet or on the radio? Uh, online. Online. Okay. What what kind of problem you got going on there? Hopefully we can help you. I hope you can. Um, I have three dogs. They're very social dogs. They're like children to me. Of course. Um, but lately... Um, the neighbor had, apparently his dog got off of its chain and was attacked by another dog. And he's blaming our dogs were the aggressors. Oh, okay. Let me, let me, let me make sure I have this right. Your, your neighbor's dog was attacked? Mm-hmm. And he thinks that it was your dogs? He's saying that our dogs are the ones that attacked it and they wouldn't hurt a fly Mm. and i am looking for some way to prove that i don't have aggressive dogs like an attitude a behavioral temperament kind of testing that we could has this ended up in the courts not yet um he's talked to animal control and he has talked to the police department because we are within city limits and um so what, what what will the temperament test do what will you do with it what I would do with it, I would take that as proof um, that they're not aggressive dogs because that is his insinuation that we have aggressive dogs. Um, Are you sure that they were not involved? 100% sure. They were locked up in our home. Mm. The only time our dogs are outside is when and they're on chains when we're away from home during the day. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, our dogs are with us. Mm-hmm. So they go places with us. We go hiking. We take them kayaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got the park. wrong party there is what you're saying. Um, I'm, well, I've never seen his dog off of the chain. Yeah. And he is saying that it was attacked. I beg to differ with him. I think maybe it got hit by a car. Which is another argument, ladies and gentlemen, for keeping your dogs not chained up. Just a horrible thing to do. Yeah, 24-7. It's horrible. Say kids come by and provoke the, the dog, your dog. He has nothing to do but become an angry little animal. Uh, well, hold on a second. Judy can... Uh... So you're basically looking for some documentation to prove that your dogs are friendly. Something that will hold okay. water, yes. Okay. I have um, two rescue dogs and a smaller dog that I bought from a per- private individual. Mm-hmm. And, you know... To a pet shop or when you buy an animal, you don't necessarily get a behavioral temperament test. 
there are breeds that you kind of look out for to be aggressive. Sure. And then there's other ones, you know, somebody could say that your chihuahua was aggressive. <laughs> and there are so many things, so many horrible things that you can be made to do if your dog is deemed aggressive. Sure. Judy, well, doesn't AKC have a temperament test of sorts? Yeah. You know, a lot of shelters and everybody has their own temperament testing that they do. But the AKC has put together what they call the canine good citizen program and what this is it's basically your dog goes through a series of tests that are along the lines of temperament testing um there are things as such coming when called uh, reaction to other dogs reaction to distractions just a variety of tests that you can go through with akc's program for your dog to receive a canine good citizen certificate and what you can do is you can go to their website which is www.akc.org and they have a listing that you can go ahead and put in your state and your city and they will tell you where you can have this done in your local area and don't be confused by the AKC your dog does not have to be a purebred or anything anybody can do this and your dog can go through this testing and you can actually get a certificate for your dog proving that he is social and he can pass all these different tests and this is great if you're looking for an apartment uh, or uh, yeah. any any time you need to prove that the animal that you're with is is uh, well behaved yeah. exactly A former employee of mine had adopted a dog from a shelter in New York, and they automatically give this behavioral test. But the rescue Mm -hmm. agency that I I worked with to get the two that we have Mm -hmm. didn't offer anything like that. And here I, because these are my children, may as well be, they're my heart and my soul, I take them everywhere. If I go to the grocery store, I don't have a problem loading up my dogs and going. We go off on the weekends. Like I said, we go hiking. We go kayaking. They're very friendly, social dogs. Mm -hmm. And it just scares me to think that somebody can say that I have aggressive dogs and all of a sudden I have to have a concrete floor with chain link fencing yeah. and a roof and they have to be on a leash all the time and mm-hmm. you know that it's just a horrible thing well check out it's, that website and then let us know what happens we'd be interested to, to follow this up and find out uh, what happens what all the test the involves yeah yeah and, and a little bit learn a little bit about the test yes. too all right well I do appreciate your time thanks a lot I'll check that out thanks Joanne hold on one second Hi, Animal Radio. Hi, my name's Annette. Hi, Annette. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. My dog's not doing too swell, though, I don't think. I'm, I'm a little concerned. Um, I listen to 920 AM in San Luis Obispo, California. Thank you very Animal much. Animal Radio. Okay, and uh, listen, my dog has been drinking excessive amounts of water, and I took her to the dog park today here in El, El Toro Regional Park, and, and, and I mean, it was like every 15 seconds she was squatting to pee. I've never seen her like this. And I'm about five minutes from a vet. You mm. know, I, should I take her to a vet or what? When did this start? Uh, I just noticed it today. It may have started yesterday because a friend of mine took care of her. I had to go uh, do some things in a courthouse yesterday. I was on uh, jury duty. Okay. Uh, well, you know, it can be either extreme. You could It could have been that your girlfriend yesterday gave uh, him or her a treat that was really salty and they drank a lot. Or it could be on the other side of the spectrum, it could be kidney problems. So I got to say the best thing to do, unfortunately, is go to the vet, if it's, especially if it's just five minutes away, and let the doctor check uh, him or her out. I, I take really good care of my animal, but she's 12 years old. And I'm concerned about the kidneys also. Yeah. You know what? You got to go to the vet. Have her checked out. 
and uh, make sure that it's not kidney problems. We'll hope and pray that it was just like a salty treat. You know, well, after a pepperoni pizza, I'll tell you, I drink uh, soda after soda after soda. Gallant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And let us know how it turns out there, okay? You bet I will, and thank you so much. You guys are so wonderful. Thank you for listening. You Take have care. a great evening. You too. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Yes, if your animal ever starts drinking excessively and going to the bathroom, especially if it's continuing for three, four days, you want to get to the vet and make sure you can nip any problems in the bud. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> this is Animal Radio Network. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. about our next guest is uh, last week uh, we had a celebrity who you knew who he was Gary Berghoff Radar from MASH right you're able to this next celebrity if you run into her in the supermarket you're probably not going to recognize her no even if you hear her voice you probably won't recognize sure her sure you voice. will you think so yeah does that ever happen to you Nancy are you at the cash register at uh, let's say a supermarket and you're checking out and you say something and somebody says hey I know who you are you know what rarely because when you hear my normal voice, which is the one I'm using right now, yes, um, 
I don't think I sound like, like, here's, here's Bart Simpson, right? What's happening, man? Yo! Judy, hi! What's happening, dude? Uh, Nancy Cartwright, Bart Simpson, and of course a multitude of other voices. You do a lot of animal voices on a lot of different other programs. You're uh, uh, Chucky on Rugrats, you're Rufus the Naked Mole Rat on Kim Possible. Yeah, I've been Little Ponies, I've been a Gusty Pony on My Little Pony, and I think I think I did about eight ponies. Sunflower Pony, Baby Pony, Star Dancer Pony, <laughs> bunch of ponies. I've been a snork. I'm not sure what a snork is, what kind of an animal that is. <laughs> But I was a snork. I've been, what else have I been animal-wise? Um, oh, uh, well, another critter who I don't know is an animal or an alien was FX. I think he might have been an alien. <laughs> I've had my share of non-humanoid critters. You have probably the most fun gig in the world. When you were a kid, yeah, did you really? say, when I grow up, I want to be a voiceover artist like you are? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, it sort of was presented to me in a way, but... As a kid, I would, I, I like to tell jokes and do sound effects and people would laugh and I always liked making people laugh. So I got involved in theater so I could keep doing that. And then by the time I got in high school, of course I did community theater and the junior and senior class plays, but they had a speech team and I competed on the speech team and I would tell stories and change my voice and just do a bunch of different voices and the judges would say to me you know you've got an unusual voice you should do cartoons Wow! so they sort of put it there for me but this was in Dayton, Ohio not not exactly the animation capital of the world <laughs> no. You know? no it isn't well so do you have any pets at home? yes well tell us about your pets at home we have tons of pets really? um, I live on a I live on a one acre ranch style well, it's a kind of a country farmhouse, and we, we just got finished renovating it. I've got uh, two dogs. I've got a golden retriever named Lydia um, and a little mixed dog, Buddy. He's kind of, I think he's a, he's a combination of like a, a black lab and a, and, a do, and a Dalmatian and a Ferrari because he runs really fast. <laughs> he's a cool little guy, a little Buddy. And we have three cats. We have Emma, who's totally black, and then there's Pip-Pip and Cheerio. <laughs> and you know what? We just got, we put in this um, saltwater fish tank, uh -huh. and we've got the most beautiful, oh, I am in love. We've got seahorses. We've got these oh, two seahorses, wow. and they're so yummy. They're just like, they're magical. And I just, every day going down there, and they're, you know, you have to, to take a little bit of extra care to, to feed them because uh -huh. they don't, have the abilities like normal fish do, but, but they just kind of dance and they swirl and they go with the flow of the water and they're starting to get more confidence with, with this environment because they've only been with me since, I don't know, the second week of January. So uh -huh. they're really getting, they're getting acclimated to this space and oh, they're just magical. Don't they uh, normally carry the children in... Uh, the mail. The mail usually... Yeah, it's, it's quite a different system where... The female has the eggs, and then she plants them into the male, mm -hmm. and then the male, they get, they get embedded into the interior lining of the male's pouch. Mm -hmm. Then he will, um, he, whatchamacallit, fertilizes them, and then he incubates them for the, the, like, for two to three weeks, and feeds them internally, and then actually gives birth to them. And wow. he, they can have as many as 1,500 little baby seahorses at wow. one, one have, shot. Have you gone through that process yet? No, not yet. Me personally? <laughs> Me personally, I've carried my own two babies. <laughs> do you know if you have a male and a female? We do. We have one of oh. each. And typically the males are a little bit smaller than the females. 
But I'll tell you, this little female, her name is Giddy Up. They're Giddy Up and Seabiscuit. And little Giddy Up, she is amazing because within two days, she was just totally exploring the entire tank. She would, she would float, she would lift her body, and she would just float up to the top, kind of go up to the top. Then she would lay horizontal, and then the weight of her snout, and then when she would curl her tail, it would form a ballast, and like a parachute, she would drop down to the bottom. Wow. And she would just dance and swirl, and then spiral across the, she just is in love being here she it's just and it's just terrific watching them they're, so, they're much better than a television oh now, yes if you have too many babies can you spay and neuter seahorses yeah. yeah I don't know if you, I don't think I want to get into that <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there well now are you specious uh, we have uh, fish we have cats we have dogs which one do you like the most Oh gosh! No, they—they they, it's sort of like friends or children. They all give you—you mm-hmm. you get different, you know, different kinds of love, and you get different kinds of—I um, don't know—it's—it's a, it's a different kind of a flow with each one of them. They because, all have their benefits. Yeah, absolutely. Lydia, the golden retriever, she's just—you know—she just comes up to you and immediately she's down on her back, wanting you to scratch her <laughs> tummy. And Buddy tries to jump up in your lap, but he's way too big for that, and he wants to go home with you. He thinks he's a human. <laughs> Everybody wants to take Buddy home. And the cats, the cats are really kind of like our office cats. Our, I have an office space. We converted a, I have a separate garage that's detached from the house. Mm-hmm. And we keep the cats over there, and they sort of rule the place. They have their own baskets in the office, and they jump up at the end of the day. They always know that it's getting towards the end of the day, and people are going to be leaving. So, of course, they hop up on my assistant's desk and... Cheerio is such a big fat, he's kind of a marmalade colored little guy, uh-huh. but with a big head, and you kind of want to like squeeze him, you know? <laughs> I love my pets, and you know, living on this this kind of farm, we've, we, I've sort of turned it back into the original farm that it was. We're building a, a big old barn, and I have a, I guess my prize pet probably would be my life-size fiberglass Holstein cow. <laughs> Milk dud. <laughs> milk dud. <laughs> yeah. You said fiberglass, right? She's fiberglass. She, she's fiberglass. But you know what? She's like I said, milk dud. She doesn't actually give milk, unfortunately. But that's the name. Well, I had to do it because we don't have a cow, man. Because I decided I should have a cow. <laughs> We're talking with Nancy Cartwright, of course, the voice of many cartoon voices, but most prominently the uh, voice of Bart Simpson from The Simpsons. And, of course, they had Santa's Little Helper and uh, a bunch of experiences with animals. The one thing I really love about The Simpsons, they're conscious about the animals. And you've had several episodes which you've dealt with issues regarding We have, and I think we've actually gotten some awards. We've gotten several awards for stepping out and... um yeah, well, with the exception of Whacking Day. Remember that one? That's when yeah. <laughs> it took the snakes and had Whacking Day. Your first pet as, as a youngster. You, I guess you've had pets. You say you love pets. You've had pets yeah. most of your life. What was your first pet? Cat, dog? And, and how did it uh, make an influence on you? The first pet that we had was uh, we had Basset Hounds when, we, when I was growing up. Aww. And I remember um, the first one that we had was Lady. And I was so young. Gosh, I think I was probably maybe about four years old. And uh, and then Lady had puppies, and one of them was Pearl, and with them we kept Pearl. We always had dogs, though. I don't know, and I don't know why we never had cats. But as soon as I could, I got my, I got cats. I wanted to have cats too. And I, I just, you know, I don't know if other kids make this mistake, but man, when I grew up, I always thought. The dogs were the males and cats were females. Sure, I understand that. <laughs> Go figure. That is just like, I don't know how old I was before I figured out that mistake. Wow. 
No, as a kid, we, we always had dogs growing up. Um, mostly I remember our dog that we had named Barney, and Barney was a schnauzer, cocker, spaniel, dachshund mix, schnock-a-cock-a-doc, I think was the, <laughs> the correct term for him. Um, but Barney was such a good guy, and I remember going off to college, and my heart was broken because, you know, I had to leave, and it was it was Barney probably that I was going to miss the most. Uh-huh. But just having a, an animal around and an animal there to greet you when you get home from a, either coming home from school or, you know, as an adult coming home from work, it's just, and they're so dedicated, and I love having dogs and cats, and they can actually, in our house, I don't know if this is typical, but they, they actually get along with each other. It's uh-huh. amazing. Uh-huh. I mean, they have their own space, and sometimes the cats really want to, you know, stake out their own territory, but for the most part, there's kind of a, a mutual understanding of the species. It's pretty wild. Did you ever practice any of your character voices on your pets when you were younger? You know what? You get a t-shirt for that. <laughs> Nobody has asked me that question. It always amazes me that after all these years that, you know, somebody can actually come up with a fresh question I've never answered before. But no, I have never used my animals as guinea pigs. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say yes. No. Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, we appreciate you spending time and telling us about your love of animals today. Oh, you bet. Love them. Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, this is Don DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, and they'll always love you back. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Urinoff, the number one vet-recommended urine odor and stain remover. To purchase, visit www.urinoff.com. Urinoff, finally, something that works. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Studies are showing that the common goldfish may be a lot smarter than we thought. Nine-year-old Kyle Pomerleau agrees. He won Albert Einstein the goldfish at a school fair and soon noticed that the fish would react to him whenever he came near the tank. Kyle and his dad decided they'd try to train the goldfish to do something. They first bought a finger soccer kit from a dollar store and rewarded Albert with food every time he swam near the net. As soon as Albert got the net trick, they added a ball. Soon Albert was trained to push the ball into the goal for a treat. The father and son training team have heard from so many people eager to learn how to train their own fish, they've now started selling fish training manuals from their fish school website. They say it takes about five or six training sessions a day for about three weeks to teach most goldfish how to swim through a hoop. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. There's lots of reasons to need a urine odor and stain remover. Your dog's afraid of thunderstorms. Cat hates being alone. You've moved into a new house. But there's only one reason to buy Urinoff, because it actually works. Urinoff's high-performance formula gets to the source of the problem and removes it permanently, even cat urine. Many odor removers claim to work, but thousands of loyal Urinoff customers, even vets, swear by it. If urine odor is a problem in your home, reach for Urinoff, the odor remover that actually works. Available exclusively at www.urinoff.com or your local vet. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please, spay and neuter your pets. Please. 
this is Richard Karn from Home Improvement, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Now remember to spray and neuter your dog. <laughs> it's a good idea to spray and neuter your animals. Hello. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal. And I'm Judy. On the way, dog wig maker. Yeah, you heard me right. Dog wig maker, Ruth Regina. 1-866-405-8405. I believe on line two. Is he there? Okay. Waiting. Big intro here. You've seen him on Letterman. You've seen him on Fox. And now the pinnacle of really anyone's career, Animal Radio. It is uh, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard. You forgot to introduce me right. Listen, we prepared a nice introduction about the Vladi. Listen up. Okay. It's a rough world out there, son. It's dog eat dog. All right, you ready? Ah. Please listen. Now, your host on Animal Radio, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, the man behind the system and the phenomenon of the dog world. He's widely known as an international star in the dog training field. The former KGB dog trainer, Vlade, can turn the most notorious canines from around the world into loving companions. When Vlade speaks, everyone listens. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Right. I'm sorry that we're exactly. out of time now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, America. Pet owners, listen up. When the kissing and hugging is not enough and the man's best friend turns into the little and fluffy terrorist who barks nonstop, that's right, chew and destroying your house, knocking your guests down, peeing and pooping all over your house. America knows the right address. They call Vladi the Russian dog wizard to rescue. Take a breath. Right, man. girls? Yes. Right. That's, that's nice. Lay down. That's my girls, Alki and Mika. They just support me all the time where I go. Okay, 1-866-405-8405 if you want to talk to Vlade, the Russian dog wizard. Uh, you think they're untrainable? Well, I train untrainable. Give us a call. Can dogs really have ADD, Vlade? I'm fixing any ADD in the dogs with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile. Can you fix my ADD? I can do. I sure. I'm sure I can do it too. Okay, but most go. of my clients are ladies, not not the not not really? the males. Really? Yeah, because uh, because behavior problems in dogs never problems for their husbands. Their husbands never home, you know. So they call me, and I am helping them to fix their dogs. And after my lessons, which have universal application, I'm empowering the ladies, and they start to fix everyone in their life: yeah. boyfriends, husbands, coworkers. Because I am the doctor feel of the dog training. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, every time we've had callers call in, they've always been ladies, Vladi. Let's go to the phones right now. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Dusty. Hi, Dusty. Where are you calling from? Santa Maria, California. You are on with Vladi the dog wizard. Oh, hi, Vladi. Uh, hello, Dusty. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, 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 good. I, I think I care. just want to relax you a little bit. You sound a little bit nervous, but go ahead. <laughs> Well, I'm a little bit frustrated. Um, I have I two little Shih Tzus, and okay. one's three and one's five, and Gizmo mm -hmm. is the five-year-old, and obviously I potty train or tried to potty train him, and still I can put this dog out for an hour outside 
you know, let him run around. He will walk straight in the house, Pete lift his leg, and poop. And Listen, is it, is, it, is it keep happening for the last five years or just happened recently? Five years. Wow. How could you tolerate? How could you live with, the, with this type of situation for five years? And I don't want to spank him, but he knows. You know, I, I put him in his room for an hour. He knows when he does it. He'll look right at you. I wish I wish the spanking would work, but I know it doesn't. I'm very pragmatic. It just will not work. Any human type of the corrections will have opposite effect on the dog. But listen, let me tell you how to cure this problem quickly and easily. All what you need to do, uh, you need to uh, supervise your dog for two weeks. If you cannot supervise, put the dog in the crate. Now, I know you will tell me, hey, my dog will pee or poop something outside. I have to bring back, and he pees again. So this is the game plan. you got to watch your dog as the hug, okay? And if you see your dog pee, you're going to praise. If you see your dog doesn't, and the time for you maybe go somewhere, bring it back, put it back in the little crate, and after that, maybe a couple of hours, when you come back, get the dog back outside and make sure the dog pees and poops just outside. The dog are creature of habits and uh, once they establish that habits and they're never going to repeat that behavior in your home, it's going to be over. Now, another cre- uh, quick tip is you need to uh, eliminate all smell, all odor in your home. And I don't care whatever you were using, the smell is still there unless you use one product by name Anti-Yaki Poo. Anti-yaki poo, people, what is the difference? Why it's so special? Uh, not because the name is very special. It has a multiple bacteria. You see, some products have one, two bacteria uh, strain. This have about probably 12 or 14. It's the best on the market. Uh, you can visit our website and uh, figure out where you can order it, okay? Great. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you, buddy. 1-866-405-8405 if you want to talk to Vladi. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. PetGadgets.com. If you're looking for innovative and high-tech pet products, PetGadgets.com. Unique and high-tech products that you won't find at your local pet store. PetGadgets.com. Find the latest products that will make life easier for you and your pet. PetGadgets.com. Everything from massage beds to a remote-controlled tennis ball launcher. PetGadgets.com. Be top dog in your neighborhood. Shop at PetGadgets.com. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Ew! Gross! Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year. And that's it? Yep. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family against intestinal worm infections. 
This is the Vladi, the Russian dog wizard. Pet owners, if you're fighting, you're losing battles with your pets who are all out of control. I'm here to help. Together we can turn around any dog, even your dog. And it's here, an American best animal show, Animal Radio. The world-famous Russian dog wizard, and that, of course, would be Vlade, our very own Vlade. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones, one 405 8405 Judy, which line? Someone waiting on line two. Line two. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Sherry from Ocean Park, Washington. Hi, Sherry. How you doing? Oh, delighted to be talking to you. I love your program. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, you are on with the Russian dog wizard, Vlade. With the world-famous Russian dog wizard. I'm sorry about that. Of course. Thank you for a nice introduction. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, my, uh, my husband bought me a dog about four years ago. He's a little uh, Yorkshire Terrier, and he forgot to tell the dog he belonged to me. <laughs> okay. He never listens to anything I say. He watches my husband with every breath. He watches everything he does. And I tell him to sit. I tell him to come. Nothing. <laughs> okay. So your dog is listening to you less than your husband. That's what, oh. the, that's what the question is. And yes, you would like, okay, <laughs> let me teach you how to become alpha female in your household. Okay. You know, yes, <laughs> alpha female in any canine pack, which is the dog, doggy mama. She has a three rules, which is American mom or any human mom maybe doesn't know. Rule number one, she never ever gives any commands which she cannot enforce. Rule number two, doggy mom always reinforce what she says. And number three, doggy mom never repeat what she says. Dog's mom says once, she growls, and she snaps. That's it. So, what I suggest you to do, I suggest you to go to the hardware store, okay, and buy a two-by-four. No, uh, it's not going to work. <laughs> Get, please, clothesline. You know, like, rope clothesline. In Europe, we normally, my mother, grandmother, like, hang the clothes on that. So, it should be very thin. Okay. To give the dog feeling of being on its own. It's a big secret, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'm serious now. Okay. And uh, get, uh, please cut two pieces. One by eight and second by 15. By eight will be for inside, 15 for outside. It's going to be your household line. So okay. every time when your dog is around you, make sure your dog is wearing that piece of the rope. Okay. It should be very light. Don't buy like 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 thick rope like for anchoring ships. It should be a very tiny one, okay. and uh, um, cotton, not nylon. So at any time, let's say you say to your dog, "What is your dog's name?" Jesse. Jesse, come and just Jesse maybe will tell you. Forget your mom or something even worse. <laughs> you know, you you just know you cannot open your mouth to. To tell your dog second time anything, you need to act. But by acting doesn't mean any abusive actions. You just need to reinforce what you say. So step on the line with your foot, pick up the line, say come, make your dog come, okay? And after that, kiss and hug, say get girl, give her some treats and be done with this. So you will be able to reinforce your rules all the time. Every time, under any circumstance, your dog will know, hey, I mean, she can catch me any time now, even outside, because you have a 15-foot line. And you should gradually cut the line one 
food per week. And eventually, because the dog is the creature of habits, you're going to win five, six consecutive battles. You win the war. It is so simple. Just be the lady of your words. Hey, listen, use the same rules to your husband too. Just say <laughs> once and that's it. Listen, when I married, yeah, before I married my wife, she showed me very quickly, you know, who is the boss in our relationship, you know. Um, when we got married, we lived in her little apartment, you know, in Soviet Union, back Soviet Union. Her apartment was a little bit bigger than typical American crate, you know. But she said to me, Vladi, it is my crate, it is my room, and you have to follow the rules. It means no girls come home in the right time, and if you follow the rules, you'll be treated as the top man, you will have a top sex and have a top top life. But if you don't, you will be kicked out of my house, you know, very quick. And I knew she she always was the lady of your war, of her words. That's my great suggestions. They have universal application. Thank you for your call. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hey, if somebody else have another question, see if uh, you are fighting the uh, losing battles with your dogs who is taking you for a walk, who pee, poop, chew, bark, growl, give us a call. It is 1-866-405-8405. Hey, my guys, Hale and Judy, how I am doing so far? I'm doing well? You're doing very I'm, I'm, well. I'm not, I did not warm up yet. Yet, you know? <laughs> okay. Sorry for my accent. I think it's a Michigan accent. It's so contagious here in Michigan. You know, I came in Russia directly to the Michigan. I know why. Because maybe American government thought because it's so cold in Russia, they moved me in the Michigan, <laughs> you know. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay new to your pet. This is an Animal Radio News Update, made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. The King of Pop, Michael Jackson, loses his pets to an animal sanctuary. Now, there's no doubt that Michael Jackson's been going through it lately. The fallen King of Pop will probably lose his ranch, and now it looks like he can wave goodbye to the Jacko Jungle, too. The Voices of the Wild Foundation, a nonprofit animal sanctuary in Page, Arizona, not too far away from here, they've adopted the bulk of Jacko's zoo, including four giraffes, nine parrots, and three giant pythons. Jackson's two caimans and two anacondas will join the crew in a few months. Currently, the animals are living in a temporary setup, but the Voices of the Wild Foundation recently announced plans to build a multi-million dollar, 186-acre wildlife preserve, and that'll house Michael's critters, as well as a slew of other needy creatures. Now, it's been reported that the animals have arrived in good condition with no signs of mistreatment, and the foundation is even letting Jackson visit his ex-pets whenever he'd like. Preserve manager Mark Chandler said, it's not that he gave them up because he didn't want animals anymore. It was a financial situation, and they were caught in the middle of it. Michael is welcome to be part of their lives. You can get more breaking animal radio news at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. 
that pesky pet stain keep reappearing after you've cleaned it with a household cleaner? Try Simple Solution Stain and Odor Remover. Simple Solution is formulated specifically for pet stain and odors. The unique enzyme and probacteria formula breaks down the glue-like proteins in pet urine, then absorb all the leftover particles, leaving your carpet completely free of harmful residue. So no more magical reappearing acts or pets returning to the area. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. If there was only one vitamin supplement you could take, what do you think it should be? Green tea. Green tea is widely known as one of the most powerful antioxidants in the world. Green tea has been used in China as a medicine for over 4,000 years. And taking green tea has been researched and is well documented to help lower cholesterol, reduce the risk of cancer, help with weight loss, and even slow down arthritis. Of course, results may vary and you should always consult your healthcare professional before taking any supplement. But you should add this powerful antioxidant, green tea, to your daily diet. And if you Call now to order and buy two months. We'll give you the third month for free. Your order comes with a money-back guarantee. So call now. 800-819-8315. 800-819-8315. Call right now. Buy two months of green tea and get one free. 800-819-8315 or visit airtimestore.com. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets 911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Hello, this is Loretta Swift, and I'm on Animal Radio. And please don't forget to stay and neuter. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Hi, Animal Radio. Hi. Hi, who's this? Jan. How are you doing, Jan? Hanging in there, babe. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Where are you calling from? South Lake Tahoe. Listening on KOWL, huh? You bet your booties. Hi, Jan. Hello. Nice to hear your voices. You too. Thank you. So how are you doing today? What's on your mind? Well, Miss Pie Lafitte. She's a little... She's about a year old, lopso opso. Uh-huh. And I have half a dozen or a dozen, more like a dozen, uh, half whiskey barrels full of soil, and I put plants in them. But Miss Pie goes out and jumps into the whiskey barrels, comes in all mud. Oh, no. And she's eating some of the dirt, and I never had a dog eat dirt before, but... I've never had a dog like her before either. <laughs> how, how much dirt is she, is she eating? Just I don't know. She just noses around in it, and and I see her eating. Like I say, she comes in her feet all muddy, and I just had all the carpets cleaned. <laughs> yeah. Is she eating her regular food too? Oh yes. Is she just starting to eat dirt? Yes. Yeah. This is the first time you've seen her do it, huh? Yeah. Uh huh. And has anything changed into her food diet? No. <laughs> Can you tell me about how much you, how much dirt you think she's eating? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she just smells something in the dirt that smells good to her, and so she 
Yeah, it's actually been known to happen. It's called pica. Pica is that it? It's or, pica when they they eat rocks and dirt and sometimes anything. feces. Yeah, sometimes even feces. Well, she doesn't do that. It's really unknown why they do that. Sometimes they think it's out of boredom. Or... Well, this is sack dirt, I get. What what kind of dirt? Sack dirt. What is sack dirt? Well, I I have them bring me usually half a dozen big sacks of dirt. Yeah, is it's it all sealed off? You know, it's pure, more. It's better dirt. So there's probably a little bit of fertilizer in it. It's probably, I don't know what they've got in yeah, it. Yeah, that probably has a lot to do with it. As long as she's not eating a lot of it, you shouldn't be too concerned. As, as it does happen, fairly, it is fairly common. It right? is fairly common. There's really no known reason why dogs do this. If she is ingesting a lot of the soil or No, she's rocks, not. She okay. Is. If it's if it's a small amount, it's really no concern. Okay. Uh, like I said, a lot of dogs do this, but if you feel she's getting a little too much, you might want to take her to the vet and have him check her over and make sure she's okay. Now, as far as b- dragging the dirt in the house, that's uh, that's a whole whole different thing. <laughs> On her feet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know what? We're going to send you a special package for just calling in for Miss Pie. P-I with a straight line over the I. I'm afraid and to ask how, you, how how she got her name. Miss Pie Lafitte. Yeah, Miss Pie Lafitte. We're going to send her a little package for listening to Animal Radio, okay? And she got her name because I'm a nutty gal. Yeah, you, you sound like a nutty gal, and that's how we prefer them. Yes. Oh, hold on a second. And if I couldn't laugh, honey, I'm, you might as well dig me a hole. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, that's how you get through life. You need, to, you need to be able to laugh. Hold on a second, Jan, okay? Okay, Cookie. That's all we have time for this hour. Remember, there's lots more. Plus, we're streaming online 24-7 at AnimalRadio.com. Always adopt, spay and neuter, and don't declaw. We'll see you later for more. Or animal radio. Bye bye. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Coming up this hour, TV legend Bob Barker. And also the world famous Vlade, the Russian dog wizard. Ooh, you lucky devil, you. 1 866 405 8405. Hi, who's this? April. Hi, April. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Oh, you sound, you sound a little bit tired. Where are you calling from? I'm in Warnersville. Warners, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, listening on, um, I don't know, what side is I'm that? I'm on WEU. Very good, okay. What's going on? Well, I just lost three kittens. Ooh. Because the mommy came down with milk fever. Milk fever? Yes, for a third time. Okay, well, now for listeners that don't know what that is, what is milk fever? It's something to do with the milk in the kitty cat, in the milk in them. Okay. It's, it's actually, it's depletion of calcium that the mother doesn't produce enough that's, calcium in the okay. milk. Now, how, I, that's all I knew. It was something with the milk. Yeah. Okay. How old are your kittens? They are a little over two weeks old. Okay. They're uh, being bottle fed. Okay. Uh, that's what I was going to suggest to get them away from their mother and beef. I already did since okay. I lost three. Okay. Um, what is going on with the mother right now? I'm giving her an antibiotic called amoxicillin. Okay. Have you taken... I got a, I got one problem with her besides that. She's got a major lump inside one of her titties. And probably mastocytis. That's another infection with her producing her milk. Have you taken her to the vet? I don't have a vet, and I called a vet, 
They said they won't take her in an emergency unless I'm a client. Okay. Are the are the breasts currently engorged? Only one. Yeah. She's. You know what? She's definitely got some problems going on. And and this happened once before. I gave her amoxicillin, and it went away. Yeah. There, there's actually other medicines that would be more appropriate that your vet could prescribe. Unfortunately, I know it's not always. Uh, this is from a vet. Right, okay. but this isn't for the condition. What she needs is a oh. calcium supplement. And oh. this can also, the condition can also be fatal. I don't know if you're seeing any signs. If she appeared disoriented, is she no. wa- wobbling around? No. She, okay. She's not walking stiffly or anything like no. that? Boy, you'd have to take her to the vets. He might want to dry her out, and you may have to bottle feed their kittens for a few more weeks. Get to a vet. It's important. I know sometimes it can be costly, but in this particular case, it can be fatal to the mother. I think the vet can probably also give you some hints and tips what to do uh, with the children and the right medicine. The right medicine. You've got to have the right medicine. Well, last time I took her to a vet, they gave me amoxicillin. That would be for an infection. This is something that's pretty rare in cats. Normally, you see it in dogs, but once a cat does have it, it does usually occur again with every litter. Mm. So, and she lost. She had her first litter. Uh huh. Lost all but one. Uh huh. And then she had a second litter. Lost all four. Uh huh. Mm. Now this litter, she lost all but two. I think it's time to be spayed. That's what I was thinking. Uh, time to, well, there's no more males in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but you I know what? The males. Well, you know what? What else is is Spain will uh, reduce uh, uterine cancers too. It's not yeah. only population control. Yeah. And you can get it done real cheap these days. Yeah, it's, it's. I plan on doing that as soon as uh, we have the money to do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about how about we give you some phone numbers? I'll give you one right now. Um, uh, let me get my pen and paper. Okay. How old is she? Um, she's two. Okay, I'm going to give you a phone number here. These people will help you get them spayed if you, if you don't have the funds. No, the, excuse me. She yeah, she is two. Okay. Okay. These people these people she's will help. On three. Okay. These people will uh, help you uh, get her spayed, and if you don't have the funds, these people okay. will help out with that. The phone number is one eight hundred. And just tell them that uh, you want to get your cat spayed and you're just kind of broke. I want to get them done. Yeah, you tell them you need to get them done. There's going to be all kinds of health issues down the road if you don't do that now. The other mother, she's doing fine. Okay. How are the kittens doing? Her kittens are doing fine. Okay. She had five. Okay. Well, how are you? all five. How are this one's kittens doing? The two that um, from socks? Yeah. They're doing fine since I'm bottle feeding them. Okay. Well, I'd say continue bottle feeding. You're probably going to have to bottle feed them till they're weaned and... Please get that mother checked out as soon as you can. That's what I did to the mother of the other kittens. Okay. Okay. He hold was ball fed. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. Oh, come on, people. That's what it's all about. Spay and neuter, please. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, who's this? Um, hi, this is Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Where are you living? I live in Buena Park, California. Oh, very well. Listening on Coast? Yes. One of, I'm not sure which one. 1070, I think. One, oh, okay. What uh, What is your question? Um, I um, bought a house, okay. and I have a backyard that is all cement, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I want to get two dogs, and I want to build a potty area for them. Oh, a potty area for the dogs. Tougher to do with dogs than it is with cats. Right. <laughs> but I, but I, I can't live without dogs, so I need to build the potty area, okay. and I'm wondering what type of material to use, whether I should build a sand pit or use artificial, I've seen some artificial grass, uh, cedar chips, or what What type of thing is a good idea to Judy's build? Judy's an expert on this. Are you able to put in any real grass? No, no, I don't have an area for real grass. 
Okay, my only concern is that sometimes dogs get accustomed to their potty areas. If you have a, a cement or sand pin and you let your dog relieve himself on that, there's a problem when you take him out elsewhere that he won't go on the grass or won't go in a certain area. I would suggest, uh, you know, you might have to try because the dogs can be particular to put something up that they can at least dig a little. I would say, like you said, sand or cedar chips. Uh, the dogs may go on artificial grass. Like what you, kind of dogs? What size dogs are you planning on getting? Um, I just kind of medium dogs. I just want a couple mutts, just some dogs to come home to. Mm-hmm. And I've got to have two so they're not left to home, home alone all day. Mm-hmm. Good. A lot of people don't realize that. That's brilliant. One of the things, I've gone to home shows, and there's a lot of people pushing artificial grass. Mm-hmm. And they say they put them in pet hospitals and, and shelters and mm-hmm. such. And it seems like an easy way because they create a drainage. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to clean, but I just don't know if it's friendly for dogs, really, or if it's not such a good idea. Yeah, see, each dog's going to be finicky to its yeah. own likes. And the good thing is, is if you, if you start these animals, are you going to get them as babies, or are you going to... Probably about a year old, okay. because I work during the day, so I don't think I can deal with little puppies. I understand that completely. But young enough to learn a, a brand new procedure if they need right, to. Right, yeah, I'll I don't work think, with them. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any problem. You can try the artificial grass and see how they like it. And if they can't, then if, if they won't use it, then you can go you know, back to natural grass. But whatever you put up, you want them to go in that place and that place only. So when you do take them out, you don't want to let them be outside unsupervised. You want to okay. take them out and take them to the area and then reward them. Anytime they go and oh. they use the area, give them a treat. Okay. But if you do in the beginning, just kind of let them run free in the backyard. They may go anywhere they want. But you want to no, take. want to train them. <laughs> yeah, you want to take them to the area, and you can use like a command or something like that. Or after they go to the bathroom, you can say like "go potty." And you give them a treat. And then when you go outside, the next time you can say it before they use it, take them to the area and say, go potty. And they'll start to learn that that's for them to relieve themselves and they get a treat. And eventually... If I have two dogs that I'm guessing maybe 30, 40 pounds, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of medium-ish dogs, how big an area do I want to have? Well, that depends on how often you want to clean it. Well, I'll be be diligent, but what's what's their minimum, would you say? I'd say probably about a 10 by 10 area. Okay, I'm bigger than that. So that's good. Okay, yeah, that's that was. I would say that would be the minimum, but uh, something like that, I would get again clean it, you know, on a regular basis. Okay, because it, once it does become full, they will start looking for other places. Now we want to have good puppies. Well, good, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to send you. We have these uh, brand new adoption kits from Planet Dog, which include all kinds of toys and stuff. We're going to send you a couple of those for your new additions to your household. Okay? Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Animal Radio. Hold on one second. Thank you. TV legend and. Big-time animal advocate Bob Barker's on the way. Stick around. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello. And please spay and neuter your pets. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friend's pets also. What a good idea. If there was only one vitamin supplement you could take, what do you think it should be? Green tea. Green tea is widely known as one of the most powerful antioxidants in the world. Green tea has been used in China as a medicine for over 4,000 years. And taking green tea has been researched and is well documented to help lower cholesterol, reduce the risk of cancer, help with weight loss, and even slow down arthritis. Of course, results may vary and you should always consult your healthcare professional before taking any supplement. But you should add this powerful antioxidant green tea to your daily diet. And if you 
Call now to order and by two months, we'll give you the third month for free. Your order comes with a money-back guarantee. So call now. 800-819-8315. 800-819-8315. Call right now. Buy two months of green tea and get one free. 800-819-8315 or visit airtimestore.com. Hey, cat lovers. Wish you never had to touch, smell, scoop, or buy cat litter again. Your wish is granted with Cat Genie. The world's only self-flushing, self-washing cat box. The Cat Genie looks like a cat toilet and cleans like magic. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Cat Genie is totally litter-free. Okay, cats need to dig and cover. So Cat Genie uses permanent washable granules that never need changing. To cats, Cat Genie fills and acts like a clean litter box. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Well, there's not a day that goes by that you won't hear us talking about Spain and neutering. And for so many reasons, besides population control, you have health issues and uh, better behavior. It's all a better pet for it, really. Now, this is important if you're listening on any one of our 97 affiliates, but really important if you're listening on Coast 103.5 in Los Angeles. It is now the law that by four months old, your cats, dogs must be spayed or neutered. A great law, we think, here at Animal Radio. And guess who's behind helping enact this law? Who? Somebody who just retired, but let me tell you, they're not retired. Retiring, they're working hard. (laughs) We have back our friend Bob Barker. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? Hello, Hal. I'm doing fine, and I'm ecstatic that the uh, ordinance that you have just mentioned did indeed pass. And Los Angeles is the first major city in the United States to have mandatory spay neuter. What happens if you don't spay or neuter your animal now with a law? In the city, this is not going to be, uh, they describe it as not invasive, but persuasive. And uh, what will happen is this. If you have a dog that has not been spayed or neutered, and the dog causes absolutely no trouble, it stays within its yard or uh, within its house, and... uh, and uh, there are no complaints about it, you'll have no trouble. But if you have a dog that has not been spayed or neutered and it's out running the street and it is picked up by a city officer and uh, taken into an animal shelter, you must then get it spayed or neutered. Uh, You're given 60 days in which to do it. Or if your dog is not spayed or neutered and a neighbor or someone files a complaint against it, then you must get your dog spayed or neutered within 60 days. In other words, there has to be a problem in order for you to do it. But uh, 
we're hopeful that most people will do it and prevent the problems. So they're not going to go door-to-door checking all animals? Absolutely not. And I understand there's some subsidized sterilization for people that might have trouble affording to... That's uh, right. There is no excuse so far as money is concerned. This is not going to be something that will be a problem for the uh, uh, people who can't afford the spay-neuter because the city will give you a voucher and you can get it done for as much as you can pay or nothing. It can be free. And uh, they're building new animal shelters in several uh, areas and in these new animal shelters there will be a spay neuter clinic where you can actually take your dog to the clinic and have it spayed or neutered right there is there any limit on the animals you can bring in to have spay neuter in other words are there limits as to how many animals cats and dogs you can have in los angeles well i think right now there's the law that you should not have more than three dogs in your home uh, AB 1634 is a state ordinance. That's right. Okay, and, that, and what, what does that say? That's different than what was signed last week, right? Uh, well, it is, uh, it is and it isn't. It, it's very similar. It, uh, let me just say this. This is an important thing to bring out, I think. This uh, AB 1634 is uh, based on a spay-neuter program that has been very successful in Santa Cruz County. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Santa Cruz, they installed this um, spay-neuter plan in 1995. And by 2005, just 10 years later, although there had been a 15% growth in human population in Santa Cruz County, the number of animals entering shelters had decreased by 60%. Now, when the human population increases by 15%, of course, you expect there to be more animals than Mm -hmm. there were 10 years ago. And yet, in spite of that, in that one decade, it decreased by 60%. The number of animals, that is, going into shelters decreased by 60%. Now, if we could do that statewide, it would be miraculous. It would be, be wonderful. Right now, it's estimated that uh, about 850,000 animals are uh, uh, taken. Uh, they enter California shelters every year, about 850,000. And about 500,000 of them are killed, are euthanized. Mm-hmm. And that is at a cost of $250 million to taxpayers. Ooh. Well, if you live in California, you should be in favor of AB 1634, whether you have an animal or whether you are going to have an animal or whether you're interested in animals. If you're paying taxes in California, you should be in favor of AB 1634. It's just going to save you money in the long run. Absolutely. Who's not in favor of it? Breeders. Yeah. (laughs) Breeders. Now, there are exemptions for licensed breeders. There are exemptions. If you are a legal breeder, this bill will not cause you any problem. If you have a show dog, this bill will not cause you any problem. There's a long list of exemptions. Police animals, uh, animals that help handicap, and so on. But what this will really get, we hope, are the backyard breeders who are not licensed and who are not paying taxes, and the puppy mills, which are uh, uh, just abysmal uh, things to have in any city or state. Sure. What uh, what can I do as the grassroots person to help 
make sure that these policies take hold across the country? You can talk with as many people as you can find uh, who are interested in AB 1634. You can talk about AB 1634 on your show. It will be of uh, immeasurable help because this is a a situation, this spay-neuter problem, overpopulation. The problem is overpopulation of animals. There are just too many cats and dogs born in the United States for all of them to have homes. Uh, As you well know, there are people working all over the country to find homes for them, and these people are doomed to disappointment because the homes don't exist. And yet people are talking about, we want we want a no-kill shelter in our in our city. Well, I'd like to see, I'd like to see us become a no-kill country. Yes. But we can't do that until we control the pet population. Well, if you if you have a no-kill shelter, what are you going to do when someone comes and says, uh, "I have a dog. I want to turn it into the shelter." Well, we're full. We can't take it. So now they abandon the dog on the streets, or who knows what they do with it. It ends up uh, tragically. And uh, it is an insurmountable problem until we control the population, until we control the, the birth of cats and dogs. We are with Bob Barker, semi-retired, not really retired. Doesn't sound like you're retired. It sounds like you're working hard, harder. And I'm, I'm working hard. I'm just working on different different things. Well, I worked on this, for, of course, when I was on the show. But uh, I have been busy. I've been so busy, I wonder how I ever had time to do a television show. I think that's great. Now, all your uh, work, is it all animal work that you're working on now? Well, uh, for the most part, yes. I, I have my own uh, foundation, as you know, mm-hmm. and I've been working more on that. I always worked on that a lot, but I'm working more on it. And, um, well, I've done a lot of elephant work lately. Yes, I Maggie, up, of course. Up to Anchorage, right, Yes, to help get that uh, poor little Maggie out of uh, that zoo up there. And she's living uh, a life of luxury now at a wonderful sanctuary, Paws. Performing Animal Welfare Society in Galt, uh, California. That's awesome. She has uh, acres and acres and acres to roam over with other elephants, and they have a a pond that they play in, and the elephants love to play in the mud. They have a big mud hole they play in, and they go along uh, taking uh, leaves off trees and uh, doing the things. It's, It's the best possible existence for them short of their own natural habitat, I think. Absolutely. If you want to check that out, see what Maggie's doing now, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. We're going to put links to uh, Maggie's webcam as well as links to the AB1634 information that Bob has been talking about. And then you you can see how you can get involved. Bob, we thank you so much for spending time with us. i got to ask you, the pets at home, I know you had a lot of rabbits at once. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a lot of rabbits because my rabbits are spayed or neutered. (laughs) There you go. Which is good. I have Mr. Rabbit. And his honey bunny. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that uh, since I spoke with you folks last, uh, you'll be interested to know that Mr. Rabbit broke his leg. Oh, He no. broke his right foreleg. How and did he do that? Who knows? I got up one morning. He's sitting in there with a broken leg. Oh, no. And um, I got him to the doctor, and they took good care of him. And it was uh, a long rehabilitation. He had to be kept in. He, they, they live in the house anyway, but uh-huh. within this big room in which they both live, uh, I had to have a kind of um, uh, corral because oh, he no. couldn't uh, be too uh, active when he was recovering. 
And would you believe his little friend, Honey Bunny? Mm-hmm. It's Mr. Rabbit, his Honey Bunny. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She, they love each other. And mm-hmm. when he had to stay in that corral, she stayed in the corral with him oh. and nursed him. She wouldn't leave. She'd come out occasionally, but then she'd go back, and there was a little opening there that I could open for her, and she'd sit there until I opened that and let her get back in there with him. Aww. I thought it was just precious. And how's he doing now? Yes. He's splendid. He oh. was running up and down the hall today and jumping up in the air. And When they're happy, that's what they do. They jump up in the air. And I can just picture that. Oh, he! I, I, have, uh, I haven't taken a picture of anything except an animal in 30 years, I don't think. <laughs> you know what? That's funny that you say that because I just was looking at some pictures yesterday and I realized they're all pictures of animals. There's That's no right. I was doing the same thing. I'm writing a book and... Uh, the publisher wants some good pictures, so I started looking, and I I told them, I said, you know, I have a lot of pictures, but they're all animals. And they said, well, we'll have some animal pictures, too, but can you find anything of some humans? <laughs> well, we're glad to hear everything's good on the home front and that your retirement is very, very happy. Oh, I'm I'm a complete success at retirement. <laughs> I really am. I, uh, I, I did it, I think I did it at just the right time. For years, I thought about it, not because I didn't uh, love doing the show and not because I didn't want to continue doing the show. But I was, it was just my age was such that I thought, well, it's, I should hang it up. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I finally, I finally did. And I was concerned that I'd get up in the morning and think, oh, my gosh, I don't have a show. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> and I don't feel that way at all. I enjoyed it. Right up to the last minute of the last show, I had a wonderful time. Yes. I think I chose just the right time to quit. Good for you. And to start working for the a little more for the animals, and we applaud you for that. Thank you so much, Bob. Well, I don't want to just sit and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get old if I do that. <laughs> do I do that? Hold on for one second there. Okay. We have more Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets. Oh yeah, shake it, girl. Don't mind me over here. It's Animal Radio with Hal and Judy. Judy dancing away over there, <laughs> celebrating with me, celebrating our pets as we do every weekend. We thank you for joining us. one 405 8405 That's the number here. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is on the way to answer your questions at one 405 8405 And also coming up, we have a guy who has a buffalo as a pet. A buffalo as a pet. Are you sure you're reading that right? It's not a dog. It's not a cat. It's not a goldfish. No, and it's not a dog named Buffalo. It's a real buffalo. A buffalo as a pet. He's on the way right here at Animal Radio. And also remember, you can catch us streaming online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at AnimalRadio.com. Vlade, are you ready to take another call? Yes, sure. I'm ready. I have more answers than the people have questions. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, sir? Good. Oh, please don't call me, sir. Please don't. <laughs> How are you, man? Very good. <laughs> Dude, where are you calling Dude. from? I'm calling from Denver, brother. Brother. Well, you're on with Vlade, the Russian dog wizard. Steve, you almost have a Russian accent. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I have a schnauzer, and every time I open the door, she bolts. She just, she just. 
goes right through my legs, right around my legs, whatever, and right out the door, and then I spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes trying to track her down. Oh, if it, my, if it was my dog, I would never even spend any time to try to get her back. She doesn't want to be with you, but I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's a so simple thing to fix it. You know what you need to do? Please uh, get some, uh, maybe a 30-foot leash in any pet right? store. Connect it to your dog and connect the end to the doorknob. And after that, open the door and just with attitude, make my day. Go ahead. I don't want to see you. Just just go. Go. And before she hits the end of the rope or of the leash, yeah. tell her, uh, whatever her name is. What is her name? Luna. Luna. Oh, you Russian name too. Luna, come. And she will tell you, forget you, Steve. And after that, she's going to get corrected herself and you're going <laughs> to pull her in like the fish. Tell her, good girl, because you're not, you should not be angry. She came, give her treats, and after ask you to run again. Trust me, the dogs do not do for long, which doesn't work for them. It will take three, four times. She's going to take off, and on the, on the fourth time, you say, come, she's going to momentarily backs up, because your treat is much better than uh, yank, when, yank when she gets to the end of the leash. It's uh, so simple. Nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're most welcome. And everyone who is listening right now, please give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. Remember, when the Vladi talks, human and canine listen. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey. You want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Animal Radio. Hi, who is this? Oh, this is Leah. Hi, Leah. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm just fine. Where are you calling from? I'm in California listening to Coast. Listening on Coast. Thank you very, very much. I have a note here that you called in about the spay and neuter. Oh, yeah. I get around. I'm an animal person. I'm actually a dog groomer. I do house call grooming. So. And what were your comments on the spaying and neutering? I don't think they should be spayed that young. I think it's not healthy. And the new law there in Los Angeles says, uh, what is it, eight months? Four months. Four, four months. months. So they say by four months, your animals need to be spayed or neutered. Uh-huh. Tell us why you think it's too young. I think they're just not mature. I think it's dangerous to be that young. Their bones, et cetera, are not matured. You know, you hear a lot of debate about that. And you I hear mm-hmm. A lot of people say you should do that early, spay and neuter for, for cats and dogs. And a lot of people say they need to mature a little more. The one thing I do know for sure is they do not need to go through a heat before they're spayed and neutered. It's not the heat, but uh, there's many examples that I have read about and heard about where the bones did not grow correctly oh. due to early spay or neuter. Hmm. Oh, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, I could send you something, maybe. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you have if you have an example or if you yeah. copy it, and what we'll do is we'll post it at the animalradio.com website. Okay. So you don't like the new law, huh? Well, I don't like the new law. Well, for one thing, because you know all the all these, uh, for instance, fighting breeders. You know, they're not going to go. Oh my gosh, there's a new law. We're going to spay and neuter our fighting dogs. You know, 
they're not going to pay attention. The average people with the mixed dogs down the street don't even know there's such a law. Mm-hmm. Um, but the purebred breeder, of which I am, yes, it's like, oh, my gosh, what do I do now? Well, I happen to live in L.A. County, which already had a law like that before. But I have exceptions because I'm an AKC breeder and you right. have to show them once a year and all that kind of stuff. What I fear mostly, my big fear about the law, is that nobody will be able to basically just breed dogs. You know, mm-hmm. Chihuahuas, Britneys, whatever. I have Britneys. Um, so what will happen is the only way if somebody wants a purebred dog, and, uh, you know, I believe in rescue. I rescue. I foster, you know. But if somebody wants a purebred dog, the only way they're going to get one is either from a pet shop uh, or from brought up from Mexico. There's quite a bit of that going on now. But there's an exception for you, is there not? There is, but it's it's through loopholes, and I had to send an AKC registration. I have to enter the dog in a dog show every year, even though she's eight years old, you know, stuff like that. So, Well, there's other ways to get purebreds. There's the majority of the dogs at shelters are purebreds. There are purebred rescues. There are still plenty of purebreds out there that are looking for homes. Mm. There are, and I'm not going to totally disagree with that. You know, the one thing that the law was trying to do was to allow responsible breeders like yourself to continue. excluded from that. I don't. I don't have the answer. I agree. There's too many dogs. <laughs> yeah. No question about that. I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, and I, I don't have the answer, but I just don't think that the people that are causing the problems are going to even pay attention to this law. Yeah. And the people that are dedicated and do the health tests and place them and have first rider refusal, return the dogs. We're the ones who are saying, I'm going to move to Colorado or what have you. Yeah, yeah. So. We thank you for your time, okay. Leah. Thank you. Hold on one second. I need to get some information. Yeah. Sure. one 405 Hi, who's this? Lisa Jenkins. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? Okay, and you? Uh, doing okay. Sounds like you're at work, huh? Yes. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, well, we'll, we'll make this fast and we'll be quiet and we'll help you as best we can. What can we do for you today? Well, I have a problem with one of my cats. Um, she uses the bathroom, does number two in the litter uh-huh. box, but then while, when she finishes, she comes out and pees either on the floor or on my carpet. On the floor or on the carpet? Is this a new behavior? Um, I well, had... it's, it's been happening for uh, about five years. Really? Okay. Since I moved. S- well, since you moved? Yes. I When I first um, got her as a kitten, I was living somewhere else and like two years and a half after I moved uh-huh. she wasn't doing that at the other place no. but when I moved she didn't do it right away but after a while she started are the litter setups uh, are they the same that you had in both places I mean are they the same litters did it did it have a cover well, at the other place, it didn't have a cover. Oh. I have a cover now. Well, there's there's probably your problem right there. But I also have the one without the cover. I, I would use both uh-huh. at, for a while to see if that helped. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to, but then she started doing it again. She's an only cat, I take it, yes? Uh, no, I have two. You have two cats. Are they new cats since you moved in? Um, No. I had them both since June 2000. Okay, so you have you have two litters. Well, I have one 
I have one litter right now. One litter and how many cats? Two cats. Two, two okay. cats. Okay. You need to get a second litter, you know, even up to three. Sometimes some people say one litter for every cat plus one. That would be your best bet. And it's sort of, it's hard to tell from here, but these are some typical things that happen. Uh, if you have a hood or a cover on your litter, uh, they, they go into an enclosed area. And with other cats around, sometimes they're afraid to go into an enclosed area. And they might go in there do their number two real fast and then when they need to go number one uh, they'll uh, go somewhere else where they can sort of look around and not feel like they're enclosed uh, within a certain area. The other thing is uh, we need to make sure that your cat is urinating and not spraying. It sounds like your cat is is urinating because it's on the carpet. Usually spraying is on the wall. Uh, But they do spray as, as a marking characteristic uh, and I don't know if that's what's happening there. They, they take a different posture. I don't know if you've ever seen it happen there. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Is it a male or female, and have they been altered? They're both female, and they've been altered. They've both been spayed. Okay, well, that's good. I, I would be willing to bet that if you throw another couple of litters in there and actually keep the top off the other, the other litters. And keep them clean. They don't like going in dirty litter boxes. That your problem will get solved. Now, five years is a long time for a behavior to be going on, so you might want to make sure that if you ever see your cat starting to urinate on the floor, that you pick them up and put them into the litter, one of the new litters that you put there. Oh, yeah, I've tried that, too, but... That's not, she has, um, I don't know, she seems irritated. Oh, does she? She whines and just Uh, picks me up at night. Sometimes I have to just put her in the bathroom alone. Does the urine, what what does the urine look like? Does it look like normal urine? Yes. It's not pinkish, like there might be a trace amount of blood. She could have a urinary tract infection. Something that's painful. And what they do is they associate the litter with pain because they go in the litter, they go to urinate, and if it's painful, then they don't want to use the litter. They think the litter box is actually causing the pain when actually it's a urinary tract infection. I would say one of the first things you should do is also go to your vet, tell him what's going on, and have her checked for urinary tract infection. Inappropriate urination is often a sign of something medical going wrong, too. So mm-hmm. it looks like there's several things that could be happening here, but most importantly, let's check to make sure that she's healthy, first of all, mm-hmm. and uh, that she doesn't have a problem that can be quickly cured. Right. I tried that, too. I took her to the vet it, and explained everything, mm-hmm. and they told me to get this spray called Keep Off or something. I, I used it, and she had stopped going mm-hmm. in the bathroom, but she started back eventually again. Does she go when she urinates? Does she urinate in the same place every time? Well, in, in three um, in three areas in the bathroom uh-huh. and in two particular spots right outside the bathroom on my carpet. Okay, we also have a product called Get Serious, which will remove the odors because sometimes they'll keep going back to the same place. You clean it and you can't smell anything, but they have such a great sense of smell. If she smells where she's urinated before... She'll think it's the same place to go and she'll go back. So you need to really get that odor out and... Teach her that this is an inappropriate place for her to urinate. You can put things, if she goes in the same places, you can try like aluminum foil on the floor or, you know, plants or put something in the places where she goes. Clean it up real well and put something else in the place. Put another litter without a cover and hopefully... (laughs) And we'll send you some Get Serious to get you started, okay? Okay, and one more thing. Uh Uh-huh. When she looks at... She tries to look at me, but she looks like above, like on the wall, like she sees something. Like Mm. something is mentally wrong with her. (laughs) 
There might be something. Yeah. So I, I don't know. What, I'm thinking she's retarded. She can't. They have retarded cats. <laughs> you, yes. you never know. Some, some cats are there and some cats aren't. But I can tell you, depending, it doesn't matter if they're there or not, they can give just as much love, unconditional love that uh, any kind of cat can give. All right. Okay. Uh, your vet would be the best uh, check for uh, if there's blindness going on or some kind of uh, other something wrong. But uh, you never know. She she can definitely give you the same amount of love. If you can help her clean up that mess and get her back into the litter, things will be good. Hold on a second. We okay. need to get your address. We're going right. to send you some Get Serious, and I'm also going to throw in some Comfort Zone, which may be another solution for this. And uh, I'll throw in some toys, too. How do you? What do you think about that? She's a lucky devil. What's her name? <laughs> Uh, Smokey. Smokey. Smokey's going to make out today, okay? Okay. Hold on a second, Lisa. 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Now, you, uh, Judy, were surfing, I guess, channels. You TV, came across yeah. HDTV, right? Uh-huh. That's my favorite channel. <laughs> of course. And what did you see there? We did a show not too long ago about a strange house guest, which was a horse. But I thought this one topped that by a mile. And we have guardian Jim Sautner on the phone. Who? It's a bison lives with you. <laughs> what, are you crazy? There's a buffalo in your house, Jim. <laughs> Well, that's not uncommon, no. Uh, I mean, not in our household, anyways. <laughs> i got to ask how this happened, that suddenly you have... How much does it weigh? Oh, he weighs a little bit over uh, 1,800 pounds at the moment. An 1,800-pound oh buffalo. What's his name? His name is Bailey the Buffalo. Well, what is he doing in your house? How did he get there? He's doing pretty well anything he wants to. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> it's kind of tough to persuade. You ought to see him when he gets a channel changer. Now, can you imagine trying to get a channel changer away from an 1,800-pound buffalo when he's watching TV? Well, you know, I just let him watch anything he wants. Yes, uh, we do. I understand this happened over something with the German shepherd that uh, lives outside and now is inside. Well, I, I'm so confused. <laughs> story that goes back to uh, my wife has a German Shepherd female dog here. She's uh, pretty much attached to my wife. So one day I mentioned I was uh, maybe wanting to have one a German Shepherd of my own. Uh-huh. And she said, well, it's going to upset the, the little girl, so the female dog. So, mm-hmm. Well, okay, fine. I'll grant you your wish. And uh, now that I've granted your wish, I guess you owe me one and this is mine. To, to have this, okay, uh, well, sir, where, do, where does Bailey sleep? Generally, he sleeps out in the yard under the front tree uh, where he can look in the picture window. Oh, okay, okay. How big is Bailey? When he came, he first came in the house, how big was he? I mean, I understand 1,800 pounds, but to get the idea, I mean, wasn't there China knocked over? Weren't you a little <laughs> bit worried about the, the house being wrecked? You know, buffalo are so, such a hard animal to... Uh, train and work with they're very agile and very fast uh, even though they don't look that way but mm-hmm. they're very hard to train and when he was about nine months old he was probably three forty inches at the shoulder mm-hmm. i put a rope on him and uh brought him in the house and at that time i was scared he was going to jump out the picture window yeah now he's six feet tall and 1,800 pounds, and I'm still scared he's going to jump out the window. So it's been amazing. Now, does he have meals with you? Yes, we do. Um, occasionally when we're, you know, especially when we got company, he'll come in and we got a black uh, rubber oats pail that we set up on the table for him. And, <laughs> and he eats the oats, and I eat my Cheerios, and 
<laughs> when he's done, his oats, he wants to stick his nose in my Cheerios, even though he doesn't like them. Uh-huh. Just like any family member, right? He's just like one of the kids, yes. But he's quite the celebrity, isn't he? In the last couple of years here, he hit the media. For example, Reuters News Agency put him on the wire around the world, and we have a stack three feet high of newspapers from Borneo, <laughs> Malaysia, to all the different countries in the world. I bet. He's been on the on TV down in the States uh, a fair amount. We've done some Steven Spielberg stuff and, and uh, oh, Walt Disney, I guess. He's been neutered, I understand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> when he was a year and a half old, we decided that uh, because he, <clears throat> I had gotten him to be uh, of a pretty good nature, that we would probably take him into schools and do educational sessions in the schools with him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So consequently, I didn't want him to get any hormones kicking in while he's in the classroom. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. The last thing you want is an unneutered or unspayed. Uh, well, I guess it would be only neutered, unneutered yeah. bison or buffalo, uh, really inside your house or any building whatsoever. Uh, yes. Yeah, and he's been in some three-star hotels too, huh? Oh yes, we. Uh, he has his birthday party every year in a five-star hotel here. It's got the doorman, the chauffeurs, and you know. The whole whole thing in his last birthday party we had there, uh, we took him in and had five TV cameras there, and we checked in at the desk, and then we took him up the elevator to the third floor, and we had something like uh, over 400 people at his birthday party. Did he have to go in the freight elevator? Yes, I'm afraid we had to. It was a little too long to sit in the elevator. And he doesn't mind riding in an elevator? No, this this guy's one cool dude. He's the only buffalo in the world that's got that attitude. Yeah, he sounds very laid back. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, tell us about Christmas. Christmas dinner, I guess. Yeah, he does come in uh, every Christmas when we have Christmas dinner, and I give him the stuffed uh, buffalo for Christmas every year. Fortunately, I can give him the same one year after year, and he doesn't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to train my wife. <laughs> You're re-gifting? Okay, uh, when when he sits down for dinner, it's mashed potatoes, maybe some vegetables. What else? No, he he won't participate in in human food. Oh, okay. There's only two uh, two foods he actually, three foods that he actually likes. It's grass. Grass, okay. Yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. And oats. And oats. Well, that's a good diet that should keep you regular and healthy, <laughs> is, is what I'm thinking. Enough fiber to keep things going. Does it? Does he? Uh, speaking of being regular, does he? Is he house trained? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to tell people he's house trained, and my wife gets upset when I tell him that. Yeah, I got him trained. He poops in the carpet in the same spot every time. <laughs> my wife doesn't think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking to Jim Sautner, who has a uh, buffalo living inside his house. Bailey the buffalo, an 1,800-pound buffalo, uh, which we we encourage that kind of... I'm not going to say try this at home. No, actually, that is... Uh, they are a very dangerous animal. We like to warn people at, uh, not to take them as, as pets. <clears throat> It takes a very uh, dedicated training program to get them to this point, and they're still even dangerous. If, you got to remember that the only way they got to talk is with their horns. Yeah, yeah. So and if you little. disagree in any way. If they disagree, you probably got a hole in your shirt. Yeah, I'm thinking. So, Jim, we appreciate you spending time with us today on Animal Radio. 
You have a website where we can learn more and actually see pictures of Bailey. I believe there's a standoff over the remote control on the front page. What, what is that website? Yes, the website for Bailey is www.baileythebuffalo.com. Very good. And remember everything you've heard today on Animal Radio, uh, whether you believe it or not, more information at AnimalRadio.com. Jim, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for calling, folks. Well, that's all we have time for this hour. Remember to spay and neuter your buffalo, right? Yes, please do that. And remember to spay or neuter all your animals. Always adopt and never declaw. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Remember, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Bye.